Well, we start this show with an update on Miles Garrett. We'll talk about him in, in his car accident. We'll give you the details so you know everything you need to know as we know it up to date for Miles Garrett. Also, we'll talk about what's moving forward for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, if Miles Garrett is not able to play this weekend, that means we're down a lot of positions on the defensive line. Defensive end is at a premium. We'll talk about some of the guys that could possibly step in for Miles Garrett in case he does not play. And then we will also get to the eight. Hey, the Atlanta Falcons are, are the task at hand. Browns are two and one. The Atlanta Falcons may not seem on paper to have one of the top bona fide teams. But I tell you what, the Atlanta Falcons have some things and some pieces on offense. We'll go behind enemy lines and talk about what the Atlanta Falcons offer to the Cleveland Browns. We'll do it all coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB. The Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lock Podcast Network, your team every day. Your hosts, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, Lockdown Browns. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the Dog Pound. Monday, uh, Saturday mornings, 92.3, the fan. Of course, pre-post-game coverage for the Browns and, of course, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, make sure you are following at GBush91. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is presented by our friends at PrizePix. PrizePix is so much fun, and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than Price Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. I can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love Price Picks, and we know you guys will too. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, no space. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKED ON. We will start here. And uh, I mean, look, let's not lie, guys. I mean, the last 24 hours or so, it was a little scary. I mean, yesterday, you know, done with everything early on the day on a Monday. My wife was going off to her, you know, night gig. All right, I'm gonna run this food store, get us, you know, I'll make dinner. So this way you come home, nothing to fuss about. I'll be waiting for you. And no sooner do I get to the car, real quick, check his social media before I put the key in the ignition. And, you know, you hear some really, really terrible news. You know, Miles Garrett was in a car accident. Um, I had received a couple of things from some people, but you know, look, it's not what, you know, I had nothing concrete to put out there. So certainly it was something I was waiting on looking to see. Um, and look, I mean, it's car accident, no, no matter what anybody says at the end of the day, it's a car accident. So your first thoughts are, man, this absolutely could be crazy. Uh, you know, then you see a picture of the car, you hear, you know, that miles and, you know, we have no idea what the relationship is, but miles and his lady friend is what we'll call her, obviously. Um, you know, sounds good on everybody's part, you know, and I think the first thing is everybody, oh, well, there's no non-life-threatening injuries. Okay, but that has nothing to do with a gentleman who's a professional athlete. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Miles doesn't sit and talk like Karen and I do every day. There's a big difference to what can happen to you in a motor vehicle accident than what can affect Garrett or I's profession. So you, you get into that a little bit. I would say it sounds pretty positive to this point no broken bones 
Um, and I know there were some out there, you know, look, guys, it's a car accident at the end of the day. And, you know, if he was going 50, 15 miles over, how many speeding tickets do you think are written in this country a day? I, I guarantee the amount would blow your stinking mind. Let's not even go into any of that. You know, was he avoiding an animal? Wasn't he? Very well, possibly could have been. Who knows? Um, but it was a car accident. And, you know, and for anybody who's trying to point a finger, they ruled it out right away. No drugs, no alcohol, nothing involved. Okay. So it was a car accident. At the end of the day, it was a car accident. But he is one of the key components of this team, one of the key, by far the key component of this defense. Um, you know, we'll see where it goes today being Tuesday, obviously not much information. I doubt we're going to get the Browns don't have any media availability. Um, unless something comes out from the Adam Schefter's or the rap sheet of the world's or Jacina Anderson or miles agent herself. Uh, you know, we might not get any updates today. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to get into this a little bit deeper here, but I was a huge, huge, you know, gap in, you know, I, you know, I was messaging with people, Joe Thomas, other people just, you know, I mean, we were all kind of in the same you know, just a huge pause. You know, you're. It has nothing to do with that. It's Miles Garrett. If it's any one of those fifty-three guys, you feel the same exact way. You know, it's hard to realize, you know, that these guys are professional athletes, but they're everyday people at the same things and simple things that happen to any one of us on any given day can happen to them. Um, but you know, obviously, survive the scare and something that could have been, you know, obviously a a, a lot, lot worse. And you know, we're just gonna have to wait to see, you know, where we're at as far as this going further. You know, I, I like what you just said right there off top. First of all, um, as fans, I know, you know, sometimes when you don't get all the inf information, the first thing you want to do is you want to speculate. You want to say, oh, was he going speed limit? Was he was he under the influence? Was he doing this? Was he was he at practice? Was he supposed to be at practice? I mean, why was he driving out that way? All of that stuff, people like, you know, you know, for me, I care about people as individuals. And the first thing I saw when I saw the car turned over was like, man, this guy could have died. You know, there, there's there's been people who have been in way less, um, you know, crazy looking accidents that have not walked away from that. And so as a human being and as a, as a human um, emotion that comes over you is the first thing I thought was like, man, you know, I, you know, I'm just praying for his family. Hopefully he he's fine. And then the second thing is when you hear is non light threatening, you know, to to an athlete that's it. That is his life. Football is his life. You know, there's so many different things where, you know, we've seen, and I, I saw, you know, th and this is just an echo. There's a, there's a, a ESPN piece that was out there on the former Cleveland Brown, Muhammad Masquale used to play receiver. Um, he ended up um, tragically um, losing his arm, losing like part of his arm and hand um, in an ATV accident. And he talks about how, you know, you're, you're one second having fun. And then in the next second, you, you realize that, that dread hits you. Like I, I forfeited it all. Like I, 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 you know, I'm not going to be able to do the thing that I was born on this planet to do, which was catch footballs and to be a receiver. And so when you, you know, you automatically think the worst of when, and whenever you see an accident like that, and you think of the passenger, like, Hey, is she okay? whoever uh, the passenger is and making sure that, that, that she's uh, okay because she has a family and she has a life also. So for me as an individual, I was just happy to see both of them were okay. Um, some of the things that came out uh, in it, they said no broken bones. Um, so, you know, as me and, and looking at it from a Brown standpoint, I would, I would auto automatically come out and say, listen, um, you've been in a traumatic situation, not only physically, 
but that's an emotional type thing, right? That's emotional. Um, you know, post-traumatic stress is a thing. Uh, you, your, your body has been shaken up. Your car turned over. You're in no, in my opinion, I would tell him you're not in the state of playing football. And so, right, what we're going to do is I'm going to overdo it. I'm going to oppose it. It might not even be this week. It might not even be next week for you, big homie, um, because we're going to do what is best for you as an individual. So that's the first thing um, that that we look at in terms of of, of the accident. And, uh, you know, for the Cleveland Browns moving forward, um, you have to start looking at, okay, there's a couple of people that's been out. We, we, we not only miss him, we'll talk about the defensive line and somebody could fill in for him. But now you're looking at if you don't have him, you don't have also you lost your middle linebacker. Anthony Walker's gone for the season. Uh, you also do not have uh, JOK might not be able to play in this game because he has to grow. We're still waiting to hear some stuff on him. So now you start to layer this thing together. And now defensively, what was a strong suit of your team, Jeff, now seems to have a lot of pieces and parts out um, that are very, very pivotal to the Browns' success. It's kind of crazy. We'll get into it. And one thing I just do want to say here is, is so guess what? Hey, offense, can you play like you've been playing? Because I feel a lot more confident about this team's chances of winning some ball games if the Browns can play like they can. Um, you know, just to close out here, you know, it's just, it's just scary. I, I mean, you know, it's scary. It's something that can happen to any single one of us. Um, I know so many people wanted to talk about the picture of the car, but me and a couple of people I talked to, I mean, like the cockpit looked pretty sound. So, I mean, you know, that little tiny thing, you know, even though it looks like she took a beating, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, what a car is made to do is protect the passengers inside. And, you know, Miles and his lady friend, um, both, you know, look like they're, you know, you know, going to go on to the rest of their lives, you know, maybe some little bit of time to heal. Um, you know, to think Miles could probably go Sunday in Atlanta, it's probably completely just being unrealistic. Um, you know, the you know, I mean, just because no bones are broken, we don't talk, you know, and keep in mind, you know, I mean, Miles is a 275 pound, you know, God. Um, so his body is going to sustain a lot more punishment than, you know, mine certainly would. That's for darn sure. Um, but it's going to put, you know, the Browns, perhaps in a difficult spot here uh, and knowing miles, he's probably going to push everything he can to get out there. Um, but there's also be a couple of questions. I mean, you know, will doctors clear him to fly? You know, I mean, th there's a lot of questions after he sustained a serious car accident and, you know, whether he's miles Garrett, the defensive end or miles Garrett, the CPA doctor's going to tell you, man, you need to go home for a week. You need to go home, you know, ice, relax, heat, get your body right. Especially because he's returning back, you know, when he does to, to the world, of NFL football. Uh, we're going to get to, you know, what that will leave the Browns with here on Sunday defensively. And as, you know, Garrett had mentioned, you know, it, it, it's looking like it could be a little bit of a daunting task uh, as you're missing, you know, at least possibly two leaders, you know, if not three, of course, with um, Jadavian Clowney, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. Thursday night. If you want to talk about playing daily fantasy, look at Thursday night. First off, Thursday night defenses are waxed and tired to begin with. You got Miami versus Cincinnati. You can talk about a game where maybe 70 points is scored. Either quarterback looks appealing in that matchup. Any wide receiver, whether it's Chase or Higgins, or you go to Hill or Waddle on the Dolphins, you want to put together a daily fantasy lineup off of one game. Thursday night is your game pick two to five players and if they go and score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win 10 uh, 10 uh, 10 times more of your money on an entry 
No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. It includes the NFL, MLB, the NBA, hockey, college athletics as well. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play fan- uh, daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on, all caps, no space. If you deposit $100, Prize Packs will give you $150. They'll give you $50, henceforth, so on and so on. Don't forget, enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Uh, make sure you follow us at G. Bush 91. That's where you can find me on Twitter. You can find Jeff at, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter as well. And we always want to promote and we always want to let you guys know, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Browns podcast on YouTube. Uh, we've had some great numbers over there. The season has started. We are we have some some really cool guests. We've already had Joe Thomas on the show. We got a couple of nice. We, I don't even know if we want to announce it. We want to announce it yet, though. We no, wait, we, no. We these guys get busy. These guys get busy. And the thing, the worst part about this business is, is you know somebody agrees to do the show with you, but then they got to back out and make it up. On you, so you don't want to get excited. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't watch your Christmas presents early, right? You you're like, oh, we'll 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 just we'll just let y'all see it when it come on. But we got some cool stuff planned for you, and also make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show because you know why you need to do that because the hottest post game in the streets, the hottest post game is the two minute warning featuring myself, Jeff Lloyd. We are one half of the panel. We got Adam Bull and Mikey McNuggets. First three three weeks have been tremendous. But we continue to roll on. We're going to see if we get one more time. We got it against the Atlanta Falcons this uh, this game. And so we've had drama the first three games. Hopefully, Jeff, we could get through with a good win. But we'll take it. So make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when we're going on at the two-minute warning. Uh, we talked about Miles Garrett and his unfortunate crash um, You know, in the first segment. Everything looks like it's going to be no life-threatening things. It looks like Miles Garrett potentially could be back on the field sooner or later. But that, you know, if we just assume we're going to just take the Atlanta Falcons out of the mix, that leaves a a little bit of a, a void at uh, a defensive end. You don't know if Jadavian Clowney is going to play. Chase Winovich is already on the IR. Your defensive tackles have been eh, a, a lot more to be desired out of them. And now you ended up with guys like Isaac Rochelle. You got guys, Isaiah Thomas. You got Alex guys, Wright. you know, Alex Wright. You got your young boys up there. And you're going against a, a, a team with a mobile quarterback. So Rush Contain is going to be uh, pivotal. Uh, Jeff, who are some guys up there that's going to have to step up uh, in terms of that, that, that defense if you do have Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney out in this game? Yeah, and, and look, and I've talked about Chase Winovich, and look, we haven't seen much of Chase Winovich to this point, but it would be really, really uh, uh, behoove the Browns for him to be available this week. But on IR, after re-aggravating that hamstring injury, certainly not part of the plans. You know, the Browns originally carried five defensive ends and Rochelle on the practice squad. Um, it's times like these, so to speak, you know, where you realize why you wanted all those guys around. Um, you, you, you would probably go with the fact of, I, I think you're going to start Isaiah Thomas I think you're going to start Rochelle. Um, you're going to start Thomas just because we've talked about this with him and Alex Wright. Alex Wright might be the better pass rusher right now. Alex Wright might be the better player down the line. But Isaiah Thomas came into the NFL a little bit older. 
came with a little more pedigree as far as being a completer player. Um, you know, then you're going to get Alex Wright. I think Alex Wright is going to basically rush the passer the entire day is what Alex Wright is probably going to do as the most talented pass rusher left for this team. Then is where it gets tricky. I'm going to give you two names. Sione Takitaki played some defensive end in his time at BYU. I even think I saw him take a rep, if I remember correctly, Thursday night against the Steelers. Um, you could, you know, yes, he's going to be a tad bit undersized if you're going to use him there and it's going to be a running play. But look, when it chips it down, you got to do what you got to do. Another one that's kind of maybe kind of interesting is you could elevate a fifth defensive tackle. And if you're looking at all these defensive tackles and thinking, you know, who maybe is the most athletic of the bunch, I'm probably going to point the finger there to Perry on Winfrey. And if I can take Perry on Winfrey and maybe some obvious first and 10 situations, and this is going to be on Perry on because he's had some difficulty on the interior in, you know, base run defense. He's gotten pushed around a little bit. But what we saw the best of him, you know, at Oklahoma or the best of him down in Mobile where he won over so many scouts was his off the ball ability. And this is something that's going to be key against a team like Atlanta. Um, I, I, you know, I know everybody's so excited about what Nick Chubb is doing and we're going to get more deeper into the next segment here about the Falcons playmakers. Cordell Patterson, Cordell Patterson is having a year right now. And as much as we think Nick Chubb looks impressive, Cordell Patterson is averaging more yards per carry than Nick Chubb. So if you can get a player like Parion and like what uh, Garrett was saying, as far as gap discipline, getting up the field and making sure these things don't get outside, that's going to be key here. And I think Parion would be the guy to do that as the quickest off the ball, most athletic of those guys. That might be the way this goes. Jadavian Clowney, we'll see. I mean, come Sunday, it'll be two full weeks and it was not high ankle sprain. It was a low ankle sprain and it's going to tell spot for JC. Cause you know, even if he feels, man, it'd be great if I could get another week. What are you going to do? You've seen the way Miles Garrett sacrifices for this team week in, week out. And hey, you know what? You got to take that sucker extra tight. You got to throw me in some high tops. Hey, if I understand, I'm only going to be 75%. <laughs> I'm only going to be 75%, man, but I got to go out there. I got to get my man's back. So we'll see the way it plays out. But, you know, for a defense that could, is going to be without Anthony Walker, we think most likely is going to be without Miles Garrett, possibly without Jadavian Clowney. This defense all of a sudden gets really young, really quick without some of these guys on the field. And these guys are due for a good day. These guys are due for a big day. They need it. Um, certainly need it for you know the harmony of the room. So Joe Woods, however, we're sending in those signals. If we're calling two coverages, let's not do that. Because there's going to be a lot of extra communicating as it goes. Because there's going to be some different moving parts out there for you. So the last thing you need to be doing is making it that more difficult for 11 guys to get in sync with only a few seconds to go before a snap. So it's going to be interesting. And, you know, for me, offensively, uh, can we run it 50 times and just make Atlanta's, you know, offense a whole bunch of spectators? Because for me, it's definitely for a game that we thought all thought was going to be, you know, hopefully a good matchup for them, a successful matchup for them, you know, with the possibility now that Miles most likely is going to be out. All of a sudden, the, the waters get a little bit murkier here when the Browns head in to the Dome Sunday in Atlanta. Yeah, I, you know, this is, uh, you, you you mentioned it, put them big boots on, right? Put them high tops on, see if we can give them. Um, because right now, you know, the Cleveland Browns, and we'll kind of cut a little foreshadow of it coming up in the next segment. Uh, they're going to have to do some things to break some tendencies if those two can't play. 
Uh, they're going to have to be uh, just to a, be- just a quick chime in. You know, the Falcons did give up 4.9 yards per carry. And, you know, if anybody wants to attempt to say who the best running back on the Seahawks is, go for it. Cause I guarantee you they ain't good as anybody's at Cleveland's got, but God. Hey, but, but you know, that's the thing, you, you know, who would have thought that, 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 that you looking at the offense being like, Oh, the offense is cool. We, 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 <laughs> we can get some buckets. We man, how it changes, bro. Man, how it right, changes. Right, how it changes up, man. So right now, hey, you you looking at Jacoby like, hey, Jacoby, hey, go get us some points. Chubb, hey, I'll take the way they playing right now over, uh, you know, over, you know, what, what people thought they were going to do. So um, it would be interesting. I'm going to be really fascinated to see what adjustments they're going to make. And obviously, we'll talk about that coming up here a little bit. We're going to get to uh, the Falcons uh, playmakers. Look, the, the quarterback of the future is maybe not in Atlanta yet. He's certainly not playing. If Desmond Ritter is the quarterback of the future, Marcus Mariota down there, uh, kind of in a similar spot where Jacoby Brissett is right now, maybe either holding the place for a little bit till somebody new comes to town or till the Falcons are ready to switch to their possible quarterback of the future. As always, we appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen. Whether it's on your favorite podcast app or, of course, now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to wherever you see Locked On Browns. And, of course, on YouTube, turn those notifications on so as soon as the content drops it is there and ready for you uh, locked on browns podcast uh you know this week is is a pivotal week for the cleveland browns uh right now two and one always we always talk about it if you lose a game you wasn't supposed to lose you got to pick it up somewhere else and this is a game that they gotta have an opportunity to go three and one you look at all of a sudden jeff these games that after that they look a little more manageable you you look at what mac jones mac jones is down Justin Herbert has some ribbish issues. Next two games coming up past this are, are the New England uh, Patriots as well as the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So, you know, it sets up sometimes like that in the league uh, where where you thought a team might be at full strength and you think this is going to be a, a tough game to get and you kind of you, you say maybe we can go 500. Now it all, all of a sudden looks like with the offense that we're having, uh, with Jacoby Brissett, it looks like we might be able to go three and one. But to do that, they're going to have to stop some of the weapons that the Atlanta Falcons have. You mentioned Cordell Patterson. Uh, Kyle Pitts has been a, a guy that has been a walking mismatch. But the, the Falcons haven't taken advantage of it. They haven't targeted him much. Uh, but there is a guy, Drake London, who has been getting the targets. This guy's um, been putting up some points, putting up the touchdowns. Uh, big guy, big kid, 6'4", 6'5". He's a red zone target, big body receiver. And the Browns have struggled a little bit, especially Dennis Ward, uh, specifically on the bigger receivers. So these are some of the guys that are they, they're going to have to stop. I think the Browns will be able to get theirs on uh, on on offense. But what about defense and what, what do these playmakers present for the Browns that can give them some trouble? Well, first, when you talk about Corderell Patterson, and I believe it's like seven yards per carry. And, you know, I think he's, he's either second or third in the NFL. Um, in rushing yards to this point, of course, king of that crap right now is Mr. Nick Chubb. Um, but Cordero Patterson, it's and it's it's weird because he never truly was a wide receiver, and he's not truly a running back. He is just a ridiculous athlete who has found a way to make his presence felt in the NFL, and it's got to be over a damn decade by now. Um, so basically, what it, you're just trying to get him in space. And, you know, use his wiggle, use athleticism, use his speed to make plays. It's really, really difficult to defense against because it's not true traditional, you know, running plays. Not a lot of it comes between the tackles. A lot, <clears throat> Not really like Debo Samuel does it for the Niners. <clears throat> a lot more just having him run at basically a guard tackle gap, finding space and accelerating through it. Um, 
So it, it's difficult. It's definitely difficult. And he's a tough matchup because he is foot six foot three, two fifteen. You know what I'm saying? But it's longer, slender build at his size. Um, Kyle Pitts with Pitts, you know, it didn't really flash last year. It didn't flash the first two games this year. La- uh, last week against Seattle, I think it was five for eighty two. Um, you know, so starting to fi- try to way to find a way to get this guy more involved. And again, this is a, you know, this is a tight end with the athleticism of a wide receiver. Um, I think him and Drake London are going to be a ridiculous tandem down the line for this team. So again, another situation where you want to face a team sooner than later, if you're the Cleveland Browns, uh, Drake London, and I'll give a, you know, hat tip to my guy, uh, Brent Sobolewski. Brent would not stop talking about this guy last last uh, draft season. And, you know, a lot of people, the questions were, oh, well, does he have the ability to separate? We never really got any athletic times on him because he was injured and wasn't part of the combine, didn't have a pro day. Drake London's beast, just an absolute beast. Played basketball at USC for a hot minute as well. So you knew the athleticism was there. Anybody was questioning it. You just don't walk on at a pack. 12 basketball school. Oh, well, you play on the football team. We'll let you walk on it. Don't work that way. You either got game or you don't. So you nah. knew. You knew. You know, exactly. Well, they didn't do nobody no favors, for God's sakes. And you know, he's been pretty dominant earlier to this point. You know, and these wide receivers, they just come to the NFL more and more polished than in years past. And I go back to this. Go, go, watch, a, go watch a high school game these days. Or at least look at the box scores. You see quarterbacks going 17 for 22. I'll tell you right now, in my high school days, we we threw the ball 20 times in a month. These guys, it's 25. It's 25 <laughs> right. a week. You know what I'm saying? And this starts from the pub one. These kids have been wide receivers their entire lives. They've had the ball thrown to them their entire lives. That's why they come to the league as polished as they are. So, you know, it's really impressive. And, you know, the Browns, there will be no excuses. You had 10 days going into this one. Look, whatever the issues are you know, with injuries on the defense, it's not the secondary. It is not anybody with involved in that secondary. And these are the guys that need to step up. Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom. I'm going to name them all. Grant Elbit, John Johnson III. Martin Emerson's been pretty strong. But I think I guarantee you, you ask any single one of them if they can play better than they're currently playing. And they're certainly going to tell you they can. There's no way. So you've got to rise to this occasion. And, you know, and this is key for me. The key for me is going into a game like this, and knowing chips are down, knowing some of your brothers are out. And, you know, if you can't rally and get the nonsense out of the way in a situation like this where you got to have somebody's back, then that is going to cause some questions that we certainly don't want to face next week. Yeah, I, I think this is a week where people, you, you got to step it up. We're, we're looking at the, the big name guys, the guys that are that got the C on their chest, the guys that are the, the highest paid guys on the team, the guys that are pro, the pro bowlers. If there was one time where the secondary could pick up the, the defensive line and linebackers, this would be it. Because I'll tell you what, I feel confident with Phillips. I feel confident with Taki Saki playing um, some, some minutes in the middle. Uh, you may not have JOK. You saw Fields on the field a little bit uh, last week as well. Made a couple of tackles. But for me, if there's a time where the secondary can say, look, you between Greg Newsom, Denzel Ward, uh, Emerson, uh, you know, Grant Delpit, John Johnson, between you guys back in the secondary, you guys need to come up with the mindset and say, look, we got our two big dogs down. Our Russians ain't out here. Maybe Clowney won't be here. Maybe Miles Garrett won't be here. But guess what we can do? We locking everything down, moving back here. So no fly zone back here. And we need to we need to come out aggressive. We need to play these guys to play the ball and let them know that we're not the weak link. They might have a little more time or 
you know, they might come out as the Cleveland Browns and decide to pressure them. They, they're going to have to do something to manufacture pressure and not lean on, on rushing forward. So I think, you know, this is a great opportunity for Joe Woods to break tendency and say, okay, well, here's a couple zero blitz. Here's a couple safety blitzes. Maybe, I, maybe he might have a corner blitz, right? What are we doing up front to kind of confuse those guys? And maybe you need to run, the, you know, if they're running the football, maybe you need to come out with three, two, three techniques, run maybe the 50 look, you know, 46 defense on certain uh, possible rush, rush downs or pass downs uh, when you look at a Cordell Patterson in the backfield. So they're going to have to get creative. Um, the great thing for the Cleveland Browns is they got the talent in the back end. They just have to step up, utilize it, and 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 cover up for their guys, and that's what good teams do. And to this point, um, and I'm just going to go put it back here real quick to the offense side of the ball. To this point, the Falcons have faced the Rams, they have faced the Saints, and they have now faced <clears throat> the Seahawks. To this point, the Falcons have not seen any running back even close. Alvin Kamara did not play week two, so I'm not trying to diss Alvin Kamara. So they have not faced any running back that is not even nearly as good as Kareem Chunt, Kareem Hunt, let alone Nick Chubb. They have not faced any. And they are giving almost four and a half yards per carry. So if you want to look at one here, and look, running back should be healthy. Offensive line should be feeling pretty good. You had a little extra time. You're going to have to go out there. Lena, take this one from this team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it is, and you know, we'll monitor here. Um, and you know, I would think Bob Guy tomorrow will have a little more clarity as to where everything is as far as you know, Miles Garrett is concerned. Um, again, you know, prayers up to him, obviously, to his friend, obviously, you know, regardless. And I, I'm sure the two of them, you know, very excited and, and, and thankful to the Lord for the situation they're in, but still harrowing experience. It, it truly is being in a car accident is a terrible, terrible thing. Very, very scary, and especially the extent of the one that, you know, those two were involved in. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, we got a lot coming here this week. Like we said, we've got a couple of great guests coming. We uh, will sit down with Aaron Freeman. He is our Locked On Falcons host. Um, Aaron, down in Atlanta, they also have a, a, a sports show similar to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, as Tegna, who we all work for, Tegna has some markets down in Atlanta as well. So Aaron's a part of that as well. Uh, talk a lot of Falcons down there. So we're going to have a great week here. You know, then you'll get a pregame show for us. As you know, we're going to what will be a big weekend. It's going to be a big game here. Uh, looks like there's going to have to be a little rallying to do here between the boys. Um, but again, look, it's the NFL. There's adversity every single week. And you know what? There's always a reason every single week, man, you maybe want to take your ball and Jackson go on home. Ain't the way it works. Not when you're getting paid the money that these boys are. So we got to all of this here today. We appreciate, again, everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen on your favorite podcast platform of course on youtube subscribe notifications on numbers over there just keep rolling we couldn't be more thankful to you all for the growth over there so we appreciate you he is garrett bush part of the ultimate cleveland sports show monday through friday 11 to 1 92.3 the fans the barbershop saturday morning always open for business always sizzling hot takes so make sure you check that out follow garrett at g bush 91 myself jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd the show at lockdown browns follow my account dms are open uh just wish everybody a great week here we'll get uh you'll get through it get you all prepped for sunday one o'clock i think they still call it the mercedes-benz dome who knows the way they change stadium names these days one o'clock in atlanta ready to rock versus the falcons this has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound lgb on the lob let's go browns